Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Tina Smith. Raising Kids on Your Knees is a ministry dedicated to equipping you to pray powerful prayers that will transform the lives of your children. One of the ways we do that is by offering an annual retreat for women and moms of all ages and stages. Registration for the 2024 Rest, Refresh, Renew Retreat will open on October 19th. I would love to see you there. There's a link right here in the show notes with more information. Prayer has the power to transform your children's lives. Seeing answers to your prayers for your children is one of the biggest blessings you have outside of the privilege of being their parent. Teaching your children to pray will set them up for victory in their lives. Prayer is the greatest offensive weapon against the attacks of the world, their flesh, and the devil. I believe so many times we don't see the answers to our prayers because we aren't praying for those things that God wants. Getting on God's page and off our own in prayer requires some intentional areas of submission on our part. I want to talk to you this week about the posture of prayer in your life. As you learn these principles of prayer before God, it will give you and your children a distinct advantage in the spiritual war that's raging all around us. Let's talk about five biblical principles that have made a huge difference in my prayer life. First, I believe this is the most important posture you can have in prayer. Surrender to the Lordship of Jesus Christ in our lives. John 6, 46 says this, So why do you keep calling me Lord, Lord, when you don't do what I say? As we pray, we must learn the posture of prayer. Prayer requires full submission to the authority of Jesus in our lives, a submission that surrenders our will to the will of God. It requires Jesus to be the Lord of our lives. I spent so many years praying my will for those I love rather than praying what God wants for their lives. Consequently, my prayer life had no power or effect on those I prayed for. Can you relate to that? If we want our prayers for others to be powerful, we must choose every day to submit ourselves to the authority of Jesus Christ and vow to follow him all day long. We all have a strong will and bringing it under the authority of Jesus may not be easy at first. By choosing to submit our will to his and to follow him, we are coming before him in humble submission. When we refuse to submit ourselves to the authority of Jesus, we're choosing to walk unyielded to his authority in our lives. This is the greatest form of pride and it's exactly what got Satan tossed right out of heaven. When we choose to submit our will to the authority of Christ, it will bring us into alignment with God's will for our lives and others as we pray for them. I want to encourage you to verbally submit to God by making a choice every single day to follow Jesus and submit your will to his. When you do this, it sets you up to pray according to God's will rather than your own. Second, there's a very important discipline in my prayer life that I began many years ago. It's an idea of predetermining ahead of time to trust God with whatever circumstances come up in my day. Psalm 37.5 tells us this, commit everything you do to the Lord, trust him and he will help you. Many years ago, I went to a women's retreat at Word of Life in upstate New York. One of the things that has struck me 
to this day to this about the speaker that she said was about making these predeterminations in our lives. What she meant was that determining beforehand how you respond biblically to circumstances in your life, it gives you an advantage when those circumstances do come up. You will respond rather than react. One of the predeterminations we can make at the beginning of each day is to trust God with the circumstances that come up that day. Trusting that he is in control will help us to respond to those circumstances from a view of what God is doing in our lives and the lives of those around us instead of getting caught off guard. Setting your mind on the fact that God is sovereign and in control dispels the lies of the enemy. When the enemy tries to scare you with what might happen, you can trust that no matter what happens, God will give you the grace to walk in it if it happens. God is the only one who knows what your day is going to look like. You can trust no matter what happens during your day, God will give you the grace to walk in it at that moment. As a child of God, you have the Holy Spirit living in you. So do your children. They get the full Holy Spirit. There isn't a junior Holy Spirit. The very power of the living God that lives in you lives in them too. God gave him to you as a promise of his return as well as your advocate to teach you and your children everything and remind you of all Jesus tells you in his word. As a parent, that has got to be great comfort. It's great comfort to me. Third, the next posture we must take in prayer is found in John 14, 26. But when the Father sends the advocate as my representative, that is the Holy Spirit, he will teach you everything and will remind you of everything I have told you. I remember the first time I began praying to the Holy Spirit that lives inside of me. There was something powerful in that exchange with the living God within me. I was missing out on the power of the Holy Spirit within me simply because I was ignoring him in my prayer time. If we ignore the very power of Christ within us, it is a scheme of the enemy to keep us from living to our fullest potential in Christ. God gave us the Holy Spirit to help us walk out this life here on earth. Let's not ignore the gift he's given us and let's teach our children about the Holy Spirit and how he will help them pray and walk victoriously in this life. As they tap into the very power of God inside of them, they will begin to hear him clearer and be more aware of his presence inside them. Fourth, many think that praying for yourself is selfish and that intercession is the main goal of prayer. That's a lie. If the enemy can keep us and our children from praying from a place of spiritual health in our own lives, he knows he can keep us from praying powerfully for others. Look at Proverbs 18.10. It says this, The name of the Lord is a strong fortress. The godly run to him and are safe. If we take our example of how to pray from the Lord's Prayer and the Gospels after acknowledging who God is, we are to pray for ourselves. How have we been so duped in believing praying for ourselves is selfish. First and foremost, we need to know it is a lie of the enemy and we believe it. The enemy comes to deceive even the elect if that's possible. And this is just one of his ways of keeping us from praying prayers that will impact the kingdom of darkness. And he knows it. Prayer is our greatest weapon.
It is also a whole lot easier to pray for others' material needs than it is our own spiritual needs. Focusing on ourselves will require us to walk in humility before God. It will also require us to change. After all, not praying for ourselves is a misplaced sense of self-reliance and false humility. It is saying that we don't need God to help us live the Christian life. When we pray for ourselves, we're acknowledging our need for God in our own personal life. David prayed for himself all the time, and God called him a man after his own heart. Lastly, isn't it interesting how we skip all the other steps we've talked about and go right into intercession for our families and for others? Being on praying ground before God is a powerful place to be. It's where we will see God move in mighty ways in the lives of our loved ones. It is where we will do battle and see victory. As we learn to pray for ourselves and others on praying ground, we will begin to see the hand of God move in mighty ways in our lives and in the lives of others. We will hear the Holy Spirit clearly, and he will guide our thoughts and our prayers so that we are in line with God's desires for those we love. Even when we don't have the words, God promises that the Holy Spirit is interceding for us, and we learn to trust him. Kneeling on praying ground tears down our own agenda, and it shores up God's agenda for those we're praying for. We begin to see the importance of godly character in ourselves and become less concerned about comfort and more concerned about character. We see our prayers from the perspective of eternity instead of this temporary place we live now. Here are your five tips for stepping up your spiritual parenting this week. First, teach your children what it means for Jesus to be Lord of their lives. Second, teach them that they can completely trust God with their day. Third, teach them about the Holy Spirit that lives in them and the power he has to help them walk with Jesus every day. Fourth, listen for any lies your children are believing about praying for themselves. And five, teach your children what it means to be on praying ground. If you want to pray prayers that are in line with God's will, then you want to pray the word of God over your children. Make sure you're getting our free prayer sheets. If you're not, I'll leave a link here in the show notes so that you can start getting those and be praying the word of God over your children. Let me pray for you today. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for my friend. I lift them up to you today and ask that Lord Jesus, you would speak to their hearts about this whole idea of being on praying ground, that they would submit themselves to your lordship, that they would pray for themselves every day, and Lord, that they would trust you with each day of their lives. Lord, I thank you that we can run to you. You're a strong tower, and you're there for us, and we can say whatever we need to to you. You're big enough to handle all of the things. So Lord, I thank you, and I praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.